Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <sighs> Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Rose Pricks. Uh, it's episode three of The Bachelorette mm-hmm. with, with Angel Lakita Moore's favorite, Katie no. Thurston. <laughs> oh, Katie. Okay. Yeah. Is, is she growing on you or no? Um, No. but uh i love your honesty i really do it makes me laugh but um the this episode i don't know it had some better moments for me than usual so i'll say that at least but no katie's still katie to me right she's still katie yeah she still loves a tattletale Oh loves my God. a tattletale. I'm... Tattling is like her foreplay. She is just that's like, exactly oh my God. what I was about to say. I feel like you're about to tell on someone I'm getting hot. Right. She's like, forget about nipple play. <laughs> what did what did someone do wrong? Did tell me that. Okay. That'll get me moaning. That's what I want. <laughs> Wait, who's here for the wrong reasons? Oh God. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Keep is going. it Carl? Yeah. Is it Thomas? Yes. Tell me more. Tell me uh. more. Tell me more. I want, I need to hear it. Bring me to tears. And then (laughs) you're the one for me. Oh my gosh. I was completely, I completely forgot that the call situation had not been dealt with before the end of last episode. So when we started back up and we were still looking at Carl's little beady eyes, I was like, oh shit, he's still here. Oh, damn. Yes. I have to kind of commend us because we really called this Carl thing from the beginning. We did not like him from the cast roast. We were like, this guy is so cheesy and he's so phony. And, And look what happened. We were right. We were so right. And there was nothing. It was almost like Carl hadn't gotten his sayings together like his motivational <laughs> so he was just swinging it he's just like you know uh, it's not my job to call him out so just step forward and uh you gotta believe it to achieve it so come here and, and say something everybody's like what exactly <laughs> they're like the person wh- out what, what are you they- talking about Right. Carl just wasn't ready. He didn't have his note cards. I feel like 
if he had his note cards, he would have been able to like really sell it home. Like, yes. you know, have those, uh, I forgot what it's called. When you spell out a word by using other words, like Rose starts with R, he, righteous. Someone's here is not being righteous. And he, you really got to figure who that's at. Oh, obstacles. You're an obstacle <laughs> for us being with Katie. S stands for sexual we're all sexual beings, right? And E stands for eliminate. So righteous objection, sexual elimination is what we need to be focusing on. Exactly. Exactly. That's what he, he should have at least had that ready. Then I think people would have been like, you know what? This guy's got something here. <laughs> He's really on to something. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I also think that the producers, because after that last episode where he went on and on and on at the you know, where he went way over the light on his little oh, comedy yes. thing that he did um, for showing what kind of a sexual, what kind of a lover you are. Yeah. After that, I believe that Katie probably wanted to get rid of him. And oh, the yeah. producers were like, oh, hell no. He's a he's our first villain. You can't let right. him go that easily. But right. I kind of appreciate the fact that Katie was like, you know what? I, you know, he's got to go. Of course. Listen. I don't know how often this happens in Bachelor history because it's not happened in the other episodes that I've experienced. Usually it's like one person that says, hey, we I, I don't like this person. They did this thing. But like to go to and I know I'm jumping and we'll go back to, you know, Katie having to be patted on the back and loved on. <laughs> but to have someone say um, hi, I represent the bachelor delegation of your season. <laughs> and we hereby declare calls a piece of shit. I have never, I haven't seen it in the three seasons that I've watched that a whole entire house is like, we voted Katie and this is our, uh, vote. We right. do not like Carl. So that was also kind of like, she really couldn't be like, well, Hey guys, well, she could have actually, Hey guys, there's something about Carl, the way he did that um, motivational speaking on and rubbing the banana across my cardboard cutout <laughs> face really speaks to the sex positive part of me. And he's got to stay. So I feel like they made it easy for her to just be like, I can't I, I can't look at him anymore. Right. That is true. But I will tell you um, before your time, Hannah Brown season, she had this guy named Luke who was just terrible. And every guy on her season was trying to tell her, listen, this guy is awful, uh -huh. awful, a terrible person. And she kept him around forever. And oh, that was wow. one of the first times we were like, okay, I think that, well, maybe not the first time, but I think people were like, oh, so the producers really have a lot to say because this guy's terrible. But she would do exactly what you're saying, where she would say, you guys, I know you guys don't like him, but there's something about him that really appeal. There's something, I don't know. Sorry. Can't get rid of him. And he was just, he was a monster. Uh, yeah. Well, some people, I mean, maybe some people like monsters, but like Katie, the righteous, there's no way that she can, it, when, when tattletailing is your thing and you feel like people have to do something when tattling has happened, there's no way you can ignore it. Um, now, who who was it that uh, it was Greg, right? That was like, I'm coming here to check on you. I 
I want to yes. make sure you're okay. Yes. Uh, uh, and Katie was like, I'm, I'm glad that I can trust you out of all the people. I was like, or no, Greg could be just like everybody else. He was just exactly. smart enough to come into the room. Exactly. Like, but also, you know what irritates me about that kind of, that thing is when she says, guys, I just really need to be alone right now. And then immediately Greg goes in the room. It's like, well, I don't understand how. So you're not listening to her. She right. says, I just really need to be alone right now, but we're all supposed to be cheering him on for barging in on her anyway and not seeing her boundaries. <laughs> Are we all supposed to go when the whole freaking episode's about consent? Oh, the well, whole she just episode. said you, she doesn't want to be, she wants to be left alone to like think about things herself. And he's like, that's eh, not what she really meant. Exactly. She really meant she needs someone to be in here with her so she doesn't feel stupid while the cameras are on her <laughs> pretending like she's thinking about keeping call, which she's absolutely not. 100%. She's uh, like, I can't keep this man. There's no freaking way. So it's so funny to hear the dudes be like, this is how we'll unite. We have to protect the queen. We have mm-hmm. to keep her happy and, and safe. And uh, I'm like, Listen, listen, guys, if this will keep you on here longer, okay, it makes sense. But this is like one of the corniest moves ever, as if Katie can't see through call. Like Katie is, I'll give Katie this. She's not dumb. But they're like, she doesn't understand that Call's manipulating the whole thing. If Call looks like truly he sells um, bad cars to people like he's like oh no 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 it'll start it just doesn't start in the lot but once you sign over and give us your money it'll start up for you absolutely like it he screams that but they're like she can't see it there's no way she can see that crawls a piece of shit i'm like katie's definitely i mean i'll call her a lot of things but stupid is not one of them right at all no, Katie's like, oh, Carl, wait, you're saying that I can buy this car and I don't have to have any sort of credit. I mean, I could have like a zero credit rating, but I'll just have to pay like a little bit more per month. She's not going to be like, okay, great. Sign me up. Right. <laughs> now like, we go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that this season is the, that even though Katie is bright, what upsets me is that it's still one of the most bachelor speak episodes ever. Like, even though it's her season, you, you feel like, Oh, maybe Katie's going to like cut through the bullshit, but no, it's all journey, 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 vulnerable walls down, authentic self, you know, being real. And, and I was going to say, because we're going to talk about this on our Patreon this week, um, Mm -hmm. Rachel Lindsay, who I love, um, who wrote an article for New York magazine. She, I had high hopes for her too. Cause she was very real on her first, mm. when she was a contestant, but say they all fall into, no matter what happens, they all do the, I guess they're, they're just so produced. Like, what do you mm-hmm. think that is that they just can't stop themselves from speaking in bachelor speak? You know what? I truly, and I said this, Episode one of Katie's season. Katie is not trying to find real love. Katie is trying to be the next Chris Harrison. 
That is what I honestly believe. Uh, and that is the reason why I think she's going into bachelor speech so soon. Um, because she's so smart. Like, I feel like she has played every card of hers masterfully from the time with Matt. Like, I don't think she was trying to be chosen by Matt at all. That's why she was like, I'm going to take this tattletale role. And not only that, I'm going to make myself look good to America because I am standing up for a woman who I have no reason to stand up for. Right. And now she's in this season, you know, this, and they've got this whole sex positive thing that they keep bringing up, which is just like, uh, uh, okay, uh, how many more times do we have to say it? And not only that, she's given them everything they would want from day one, the tears, the journey, the vulnerability, the walls down, who can I trust? This ends in an engagement. You know what I'm saying? Like the thing that Matt couldn't do. She's like, oh, no, no, no. One of you motherfuckers is going to get down on one knee. That Mm -hmm. is what's going to happen. And I think the producers are just breathing easy for once. They're like, oh, you get it. You're not trying to make our lives more difficult. You want this season to be amazing. You're trying to bring it back for the white women. You you are really because Claire really fucked it over. I was they're gonna like, say I was gonna say they're all having to get trauma therapy because of Claire. They're like, oh my god, she broke she broke the show. <laughs> she broke it, and they're like, oh yes. Katie, get us back to what made this franchise so popular. Yes. And so I really think that like Katie knows what the hell she's doing. Out of everybody that is on this on this season, she is the one that is like driving the ship, I feel like, more than anybody else. Like, I don't think she's trying to fight the system. Like, right. Well, like you okay. said, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it in um in the bonus. I don't think she was, I don't, I don't mean to call Rachel Lindsay anything negative, but I do think she was hella naive and I don't think that Katie is right at all. Right. But anyways. All right. Well, let's say hi to our, our speaking of Patreon. Let's say hi to our people. We absolutely, I'm sorry. We jumped so into it so quickly that we forgot to say hey, what's up <laughs> to some of our Patreon members. That is Linda Parker, Alice Nicole, uh, Morgan Suburn, Megan Medora, Melanie Harris, Jenny Harden, and Yarbrough, Jane McMurray, Lauren Barnes, and Jennifer Falls. You ladies, thank you guys so much for being supporters of this podcast. And you too can get a shout out if you join our podcast and for the low low of ten dollars we'll sit here and talk to you too and say Mm -hmm. hello to you specifically and if you have a business what is it twenty five dollars yeah that's it we will we will talk about your business and let all of our listeners know about it so Mm -hmm. um go on ahead and join our patreon there we go okay so getting into the actual episode, uh, it starts out like they all do with the recap, like you started to say of Carl going, but I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. Right. I mean, except maybe inspire people to be their best selves. Like if that's a crime, <laughs> fine, then I'm guilty of inspiring people. He's so mad. <laughs> he is angry. He's like, this is not, I could have sworn they said I would at least make it to episode six. <laughs> like. And I'm pretty sure if I do the math, this can't be but like episode two, right? Like episode two, maybe three. Exactly. This is bullshit. <laughs> I wonder if they do know what episode they're on. Probably not. They, 
Well, you know, you could base it off of how many roses. Every rose ceremony is pretty much an episode. True. Some so every he once probably in a while thought this is the- too. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he probably did think, okay, well, I'm going to at least make it through this. He thought he was sitting pretty and yeah. he, he wasn't. He so was not. Katie sits alone crying in her little Christmas foil dress. Uh, and then, um, yeah, she's like, we're just going to go straight to the rose ceremony. And weren't you wondering what the hell Caitlin and Tasha were doing? What are they? Are they tanning? What's happening with oh. them? Like they're being paid and they're nowhere to be seen. Let me tell you, I really feel like they're probably there more than what we see. But all of that shit got cut. I'm sh- they like they probably had nothing to add. They were probably like, oh, my God. Did you hear what Carl said? That's so like crazy. Right, Katie? Right. It's so crazy. And the producers are like, cut that shit. Just cut it. <laughs> they they're adding no value. It's like, aren't you sad? I would I'm so sad for you and Carl and the love that could have been. I am sure <laughs> they were like, no, this is not yeah. at all. We none of this. Well, they don't even show them like coming out to be part of the rose ceremony like Chris Harrison used to do. And, you know, maybe they're just like, well, we're not being paid Chris Harrison money. So we're just going to sit backstage and eat craft services and let us know if there's something we can actually do. They surely did. They probably tried and couldn't get the line right. Like, um, (laughs) so this is the this is the rose part, right? So, gentlemen, it's what Are is your the engines? line again? <laughs> oh my god, I can't even remember. They probably went into like the stuff that they used to say as b- being the bachelorette. They were probably mm-hmm. like, "So I can't keep all of you, but I really <laughs> am so sorry to see some of you all go." Wait a minute, that's not my line this time. <laughs> Whose line is it then? This is so crazy. <laughs> Exactly. So, okay. So basically you guys know what happens. Um, Katie goes, finally, Katie goes out to talk to them. She, she runs out of the, Oh no, we should tell you that. uh, Yeah. That the guys are like, Carl is an asshole. Is this the part I'm getting? I'm confused on my own notes. Now I'm deciding whether, whether when she goes, she finally goes out to ask to find the girls who are backstaging yes. red vines and they're this like, was, Oh uh, wait, Oh, you want us to actually weigh in on this? She's like, what should I do? And they're like, I don't know. Like, what do you want to do? And she's like, well, I came to ask you guys what, what you think I should do. And they're like, well, we don't know. That's not what we're being paid for. Listen, it was like, yeah, this was, she went after, um, after Mike, the Virgin, uh, was like, listen, I may have blue balls, but I have a red heart. And in in my red heart, I want to tell you, we don't think Carl should be here. Okay. In solidarity, we don't like him. That's when she went to talk to Tasha and Caitlin. They basically were like, well, this is your season. So you do whatever you want on your season, right? Because it's your decision. And Katie's like, I know that's, I'm asking for help on this decision. Like, Right. They're like, they're we'll like, back you. Go ahead. They're like, what decision? She's like, got the what should I get rid of Carl? They're like, who's Carl? Oh my God, you guys, what are you doing here? 
Caitlin's got like a red vine hanging out of her mouth. Oh, they're, <laughs> they're like, are you talking about Carl's Jr.? They have Carl's Jr.? How ghetto. This is the ghetto, Katie. Like, you're in the ghetto. They're like, uh, but um, we'll back you up. We'll back you up. Absolutely. Whatever you, whatever you want to do. So she's like, uh, okay. All right. You guys th- thanks anyway. They're like, no problem. <laughs> so She goes back out there alone and she starts calling the names and then like out of nowhere, they do come out to go. Um, okay. So what's the, what's our line? This is, you guys have to tell them this is the final rose. Oh yeah. 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 Guys, gentlemen, this is the final rose. And then they're like, can we go back and eat now? She's like, yeah, you guys, go ahead. Go ahead. They are the most worthless hosts. They're terrible. (laughs) They are. I mean, I almost, I almost miss Chris Harrison. I'm like, okay. I thought he was, you know, a racist, uh, no good doing nothing for the show. But now I'm like, well, hold on. I guess we did need him for something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right ah damn it that that uh egotistical white man had a part he actually <laughs> was doing something doing something right uh, oh my goodness uh so katie finally comes out of there with the two uh useless women and she starts the whole oh jesus she starts the whole giving out these uh roses and and you know everybody is like now if you keep call we 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 just not we just not going to be able to do this with you i mean especially trey he's like god if she keeps call we can't do it but luckily she uh freaking gets rid of him she keeps who david hunter Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Connor. Justin. Mike. The other okay. Michael. Basically, she keeps everyone. She gets rid of this one uh, white guy named John, um, who was kind of I I don't I barely remembered him. She gets oh, rid of yeah, a guy no. named Kyle. They don't even show the guys leaving is the problem. Kyle. Yeah. They. I don't even remember who Kyle was. I didn't remember them saying goodbye to him. I had to read it on some recap thing because I was like, yes. Who did she who even get rid of? <laughs> And somebody named Garrett. I definitely don't know who the hell Garrett. I think he's the guy who brought the Carl's Jr. for Crafty. She's <laughs> like, the, you bringing ghetto food here. This is not what this season is about. 
This season is about reclaiming the bachelor to its rightful glory. He's like, no, I was trying to tell you about Carl. And she's like, exactly. Carl's junior. That is like a no, no can do no go. Right. So, okay. So it's now it's time for, we get to find out who's going to be on the group date. Right. And it's so funny. Oh, oh, wait. One thing I have to say was I thought it was very interesting. Carl, did you see the part where Carl, when he gets kicked off and he walks close to her, turns his back to her and then just stands there for a minute and then walks out. It was real rude. Oh, that's something that he does in his motivational coaching. It's all Mm -hmm. about being the alpha. It's like you walk up to your opponent, you turn your back on them. And then you fart yeah. quietly <laughs> and then you walk off and then they're stuck there. They're stuck there in that filth that you yeah. just farted in front of them. <laughs> I think this dude, Carl's probably like one of those weird, like pickup artist, like incel oh. type of guys. that's like nagging her. Oh, well, this is what mm. you do. You turn your back on her. She'll be back. She'll track me down oh, on yeah. it. She'll do, she'll slide my DMS after this is done. He's like, watch. I'm going to be the next Bachelor. I can tell I'm a fan favorite. They'll be asking about me once I'm gone. That's what they'll do. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we're so happy Carl is gone. Okay, so group date. Yeah. And it says... uh, Courtney. Yeah. James. Who's James? Girl, I don't know. I can't keep their their faces together yet. Ask me episode eight and I'll know who everybody is. Exactly. Okay. Well, whatever. There's a, there's a group date that's going to happen. And, um, cat man do that's a cat man is wearing his shirt unbuttoned to his navel for no reason that I can figure out. Did you notice that? No, never to his navel. To his navel. It was all the way unbuttoned. I was like, what is happening? No, he's like, they're going to get all of this. (laughs) This is what you're going to get. I'm bringing Um, all this nonsense to the table, ladies. mm, You want it. Uh, (laughs) The card, the card that they read says loves about honesty. And I need a hundred percent dot 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 in like teenage girls they are like but wait there was no like like heart katie <laughs> or love katie they're like did she put an emoji does it did she kiss it she didn't do any of those <laughs> wow she must think i'm fat like it was like the most <laughs> insecure type of like micro uh like breaking down of something that i'd ever seen a man do they were like oh man she must be just the dot 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 like nothing else wow like oh my god she must be about to get her period because that (laughs) is like not cool it's not cool. Like at least like a talk to you later or something, a see you later type of do thing, but nothing. Oh, oh my God. I'm not kissing her. <laughs> so, so Katie for the group date. Now I, I really want to know your opinion on this. I Katie was wearing a sweater that I was like, this is such a like Ross dress for less sweater, <laughs> which was again, I was like, these, these, the producers don't like her. 
Oh, no. She's just no. wearing this really plain white sweater. But then I noticed that a lot of people, I don't know if it was on Instagram or on our Facebook, were like, oh my God, I love Katie's sweater. And then people were linking to where she got it. And I was like, am I crazy? I don't, I think this sweater look at is this not sweater. cute. Katie, was, is she Hurston or Thurston? I can't even remember. Thurst, Katie who? Thurston. Yeah, exactly. Thurston. It's like this white, you just Google like Katie's white sweater. I thought it was so boring. It was just this really plain, like looked acrylic white sweater. I Again, I think Katie probably picked this horrible sweater out because she was like, women in middle America wear this shit and they need to see themselves in this. I see it. I see it. I see it. You know, it's not, it does not photograph well. Uh, it doesn't photograph well because it actually like is see-through on the arms and like it has like cutouts well and when I say cutouts there's still fabric there but it's like you can see through right underneath the boobs and the waist so it's supposed to be kind of sexy but like it does not I didn't think it just looks like I thought it read like you know what a fifth grader would wear on their like first day of school Oh, no, it definitely reads in some of the pictures like um, I'm sick. Bring me soup. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, yes, looking. That's what I mean. Yes, I'm sick. <laughs> Bring me soup. But this is like middle of America sexy. Like I'm not going to be controversial. My titties aren't going to be up to my face. Right. But you're going to see a little skin through these holes of my sweater. I just feel like they could do so much better. They could give her like a nice color to, to wear. They could uh make some like with little slouchy, you know, ruched on the sides, like something cute. I don't know. I just thought it was so plain. Oh yeah. But she's kind of a plain girl too. Yeah. That's all right. It. So here's what happens. The guys all sit in a circle. This <laughs> this episode is going to be like four hours long. All right. Moving it along. The guys all sit in a circle. It looks like an AA meeting. And I can oh, tell you that from experience. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to sit for Nick to say, hi, I'm Nick. I'm an alcoholic. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Or for somebody to be getting an intervention, something, but it's something. very, or, or also looked like, okay, this is a little different. It, it looked like a prison, like rap group, not yes. rap, like singing, but like, Hey, a rap session. Like, listen, we're going to get all the guys from like cell block C we're yeah. all going to come together. And we're going to like, talk about like how we've like abused people in the past. And we're not about that anymore. Like, let's like really talk about feelings. Oh, 100%. Like we said, this, uh, where are they? They're not at the Ramada. They're at the, uh, uh, one of these, uh, hotel chains. And like we said before, Hyatt. It, yeah. the Hyatt, it looks like the prison. It looks like a prison. So yes. that makes sense. This is Katie is the new black. That is what <laughs> this is. That That's the new show. And so, yeah, yes. they've got to keep the theme going and they're going to get this shit off their chest today in front of a dude that I obviously was like, Okay, this must be an old bachelor dude because I have no idea who the fuck this is that they just brought up. I thought he was a cont- I was like, they are letting a contestant run a session? Yes. <laughs> so Nick, it, so oh, I, I like Nick. I actually really like him. He's cool. He hasn't done anything like he he's, he's pretty smart. He's actually kind of funny. He was on the, he's been on the bachelor quite a few times. 
Okay. So he's one of those. He was a contestant and then he was a contestant again. And then he lost again. And he's like, he slept with Caitlin. He slept with Andy Dorfman. And then, um, he, they made, then he was on bachelor in paradise. He's been around, Mm -hmm. but he's known for being like pretty cool and having pretty progressive views. So I wasn't mad at him like getting to do something. Well, I was definitely like, now who is this? And he's like, hey guys, take a seat. Go on ahead, grab some coffee, grab some donuts. We're going to get real. Uh, then listen, it's time. We got to be truthful. No more bullshit. We got rid of call. So uh, we don't have time for it. And he's like, yeah, we're about to, you're about to tell me all of the shit you've done in life. And I'm going to hold you accountable because you guys don't know me. And that's exactly who holds you accountable. Strangers, strangers hold you accountable. I was like, okay, okay. So these men are about to have to tell terrible things about themselves. Who's actually going to do that? Because I would have said something so just, I've been like one time. I um I used an expired coupon, but they didn't even know. They didn't even know I got a whole twenty percent off, and that coupon was so expired. But like, saving that five dollars meant a lot to me. That is the type of bullshit I would have been saying. So I was just like, "What are these dudes going to actually conjure up, right, to, to make Katie feel like, oh yeah, oh yeah." Well, what's funny is on past episodes, they've actually broken, you know, out the the uh, lie detector. I think they did that on Claire season. Oh, yeah. I remember they actually did that. But I was like, you know what? They're just like, you know what? It's Katie. So we're not going to spend a lot on sweaters and we're not going to spend anything on lie detectors. So, guys, it's just kind of on your honor. So, like, please be honest because we can't afford to, like, make sure you are being honest. This is like what... This is truly an orgy for Katie in this moment. She's like, you're going to tattle on yourself. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. I cannot wait. That's the reason why she had to put on a sweater, because yes. they would have seen like how aroused she was. She's like, put the fluffiest sweater on me because I might not be able to contain her about to get hard. <laughs> She's like, this is the type of group date I like. Oh my god! She's like, oh my god! And Catboy, uh, I'm seeing his nipples. He's telling on himself while I see his nipples. This could not be better. You know what? I think he thought he was Patrick Swayze from uh, what was that movie where he Dirty Dancing? He's yes. like, oh yeah, I'm gonna tell dirty secrets instead mm-hmm. of dancing, and you're gonna love it, Katie. Right. So let's see. So first we get, I think Aaron goes first. Oh, Hunter goes first. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I met a woman and I knew I would spend the rest of my life with her. She was amazing. And we got married and we had a daughter. And by the time we had a son, I shifted priorities. Mm -hmm. But, and I was like working and stuff. Cause I was trying to like take care of my family because they were my priority. But then somehow, and I'm not really going to get into how or why or what, but mm-hmm. my priority shifted and then I destroyed everything. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Wait, but what, what happened? Drugs, alcohol, male prostitution. What you, what? you drifted apart. Like 
And now you're crying and saying, I don't understand. First, you're like, I was doing everything for my family, but then I wasn't. And now I'm sad. And now I'm sad and divorced. And I never would have thought that I got a divorce. I think it might have been he was like spending all of his money on his tattoos. Uh, <laughs> we need to pay for pay, uh, daycare. Ah, uh, got my got to finish my sleeve, babe. Yeah, it was so generic. You well, and then my prior. I was doing everything to make money for my family, and then my priorities changed. Oh my to god! What? Playing video games twenty four seven. What did you happened? What happened? He's like, and no one called him on that. Nobody was like, every everybody got mad at Thomas for be, being vague. I was like, what about Hunter's vagueness? Well, because Hunter was crying, so you can't really oh, right. call someone out while they're crying. That's against Bachelor rules. And so when he started to cry and tear up his face, and then Katie's <laughs> eyes started to well up, she was like, oh. I might just fuck you because you are telling on yourself. I wish you, if you would have just said what you did, this would have been it. We would have gotten married right here on the spot. I mean, she did love a guy who's like really fucked up their life. Uh, All you have to do is it's like, she's like Jesus. All you have to do is like apologize. And you're like, okay, you're forgiven. You're forgiven. (laughs) And you're the next, like I, I, yeah, I was kind of flabbergasted, but Then Aaron is even worse. He's like, yeah, man, like, uh, you know, I'm going to take a moment to like not talk about Cody and I'm just going to like kind of talk about myself, but like try to figure out if this, maybe the story is really about Cody. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. But I met a girl and like, she was really cool or whatever. And like my dad had a stroke. I don't know if I mentioned that, but like, um, Cody might've said his dad had a stroke, but he didn't. Okay. That was a total <laughs> lie. Um, but you know, so if you think he did have a stroke, like that's untrue. That's like a, a lie. Anyway, so this girl also like her dad had a health issue and like we were kind of getting along or whatever. But then I was like, wow, I feel kind of obligated. So like, <laughs> that's not cool. So then I told her like, you know, that's it. He's like, uh, I was done. I was like, hey, so my dad's doing fine now. I don't really, I don't really need you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh so then then david who's really cute um he's the guy that i think is cute and you don't think is cute oh i think there's a lot of those but go ahead okay he's <laughs> like he's like he he's like um yeah so i was dating somebody okay you with me so far i was dating somebody right and then uh you know what i kind of got like more involved in my career so that happened. <laughs> He's like, I did when it was time to choose. I was like, mm, it's not going to be you in my career. Yeah. And that's like, you could tell he struggled to come up with something. He was like, yes. oh my God. Oh my God. This, the, okay, you got one dude over here crying. He's got two goddamn kids and an ex wife. Mm-hmm. And got this dude with a, a dad with a stroke and shit. Uh, I work. Is my confession. <laughs> so you've done improv, right? You've taken an improv class in your life, right? Absolutely. Okay. I felt like this was sort of like freeze tag, which is the improv game where people are like doing a scene and you can get really stuck in your head going like, okay, I've got to come up with something. I've got to jump in with something that kind of makes sense with what everybody else is doing. 
but it's got to be really funny and it's got to be really different. And then you just sort of freeze and you're like, I can't, yes. I can't walk out there and be part of this scene. Cause I don't know what I'm going to say. I felt like that was happening to him. Like he was like, I wish I'd been given a day of prep time to come up yeah. with what my story is. Cause now I got to come up with something good on the spot and I can't do it. It's funny that you mentioned improv because this is literally an improv game that I have played that they're doing uh-huh. where you had to tell an ugly truth about yourself. Oh my God. We had That's to go, where they we, got it. This is, they were like, what do they do at Second City? They tell <laughs> ugly truths? Okay, then that's what we're doing. That's what ugly we're, truth we're, game. we're ugly doing. Truth that. Game. Ugly truth. Ugly truth. Oh no, it was Upright Citizens Brigade, not Second City. Absolutely did this in my one-on-one class, except for we ours had to be quick. There was no, we couldn't really do a bunch of tears and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Had to be really, really fast. And I I confessed that um uh, one time I used the restroom and didn't wash my hands afterwards. That was, and I probably would have stuck with that here. I've been like, yeah, so I might've been patient zero when it came to COVID because I didn't, I didn't wash my hands after, after I went piss. Yeah. It's me guys. It's me. Uh, so was Thomas next? Who was next? Did we go? Did we see everybody's? I don't remember uh, so hearing everybody's. Courtney, I, I just put Courtney. Maybe he cheated. I don't know. He broke someone's trust. Yes. And then Thomas starts in. Now, Thomas, I was like, dude, you're a, you're a freaking idiot. He's like, listen, when I did this, I was like, who the fuck is Katie? Listen, I've only got about 5,000 followers. And if I can get 5,000 more, I'll get the swipe up feature on Instagram. (laughs) So I was like, at least for that, it'll be worth it. You know what I'm saying? Because I need some brand deals. You know what I'm saying? Like this face and body will only be like this for so long. But, uh, you know, I got here and uh, yeah, you are way cuter than what they sold you. Like they did a picture of you in this ugly white sweater. And I was like, she's a, she's a mediocre one. But then when I saw you in person, I was like, okay. 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 So these feelings of like you being okay are real, are real. And I'm These feelings of you being meh, but, but good enough are, They're real. They're sincere. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm pretty sure that I'll get those 5,000 subscribers. So, uh, it's all working out for you guy. It's working out for me. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, you know, I mean, whatever, you're kind of cute, kind of met and, uh, yeah, you know, but I'm smiling here. I'm smiling because like, you know what? Your vagina cannot tell the difference between like a real confession here and just like oh, this bullshit that I'm spilling out. So who's the out. real winner here? It's me, Katie. <laughs> it's me. He said, he literally said, you know, I actually went on a date the week before I got here. Actually, I was on a date when I was in the limo and <laughs> before I met you and I just told her to drop me off here. She's she doesn't even know I'm not gonna call her back after this. Like she had no idea. 
<laughs> took her to Fleming Steakhouse, had a great time, said, hey, this limo, I got it for us. I wanted to wine and dine you. And then I said, hey, I got to meet someone. Just have the limo drop me off in front of the Hyatt Regency yeah. and uh, I'll talk to you later. But then I saw you, Katie, saw you in that dress. And I said, she'll do. <laughs> She'll do. She'll do. I'll make this work. I'll make this work. So now it's time for Kathmandu and he is terrified and he's like, yeah, so this is something I would have shared with you in private, but um, I guess the reason that I wanted to talk about it is because I care about you. So yeah, he makes me so uncomfortable. Just there's something (laughs) about the way he talks that is like way too intense for the situation. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires goal for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Uh-huh. So he's like, okay. So there was a time in my life when I was like 24 or 25. <laughs> I'm not really sure. I'd have to go back and check like the dates on that. But like, Let's just say 25. And I was in grad school, <laughs> but I was miserable. Okay. So I dropped out and I worked at a piano bar. And like, I don't want to say it was like totally their fault, but like they gave me a lot of free drinks. And Katie, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever had free drinks before, but like <laughs> drinks are kind of expensive. So again, I don't want to like blame the piano bar, but I'm just saying like they really need to like check themselves on this. Like right. maybe if they're hearing the story, they'll stop having free drinks all the time so this won't happen to other people what i'm saying katie is free drinks destroyed my life okay free drinks destroyed my life so destroyed it so then then after all the free drinks destroyed me and i was traumatized by free drinks like i read a lot of self-help books and like i'm i'm like a better man now I'm like a bet. You know what? I'm actually, if you think about it, not mad at that piano bar and their free drinks because they made me a better man. They made me, but no, you completely miss. He was like, one day, he's like, first of all, I'm a mean drunk. Do you get to keep playing me and I'm cussing your ass out? Okay. Number yeah. one. Two cussed my ex-girlfriend out. I called her all types of bitches and sluts. I was just going at it. And then I was like, you know what I could do right now? I could go to a party. Went to a party. Ended up cheating on her. Yes, I did. Had a great time. Uh, <laughs> but then I went to therapy. Right? Right? Better man for it. Yep. Better man for it. 
I went to therapy. And what I learned was that I was the victim of a free drink policy. (laughs) And I'm again, Katie, yes, some stuff happened, but if what not for free drinks, my favorite part about this was he doesn't say he's sober. Like he says, alcohol destroyed my life. He never says like, he doesn't pull a Zach and say like, but I've been sober, you know, I'm celebrating 12 years or whatever he, you know, the way Zach from Tasha's season did. Oh, because this he's man just like, I read self-help drinks. books. He still, he didn't say I discovered I was an alcoholic. He's like, no, I discovered I'm an angry drunk. So I yes. removed the angry from it. Yes. Drunk I still am. <laughs> I know. Cause now I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to micromanage you cat man, but now I'm going to be watching to see if you're like a drinker. Oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. You never, you never know. Well then Katie, is it Katie? Yeah. She goes next. Katie. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to tell you guys something that I haven't even told my mom. This is when I knew I was like, oh, Katie, Katie is something like The Bachelor has never seen. And she tells us this horrific story about how she is a victim of uh, uh, sexual assault Mm -hmm. and how she even after the assault, tried to make um, that relationship work. She tried to kind of justify it. And, you know, she tells us a story about how she was drunk at the time, but she realizes, like, it's not her fault now. And this was like, you know, a huge revelation to tell in front of men you just met a couple of weeks, no, not a couple of weeks ago, a couple of days ago. Was it a couple Uh of days ago? Mm -hmm. A couple of days ago, being very transparent, right? And I'm looking at these idiots that she's told her. And I know for them, they're like, oh my God, what the fuck are we supposed to do? Like, this is not something that I feel like any of these men are qualified to be like, you could tell some of them like wanted to slither away and be like, I did not hear that because now I don't know. Am I, do I hug her? Do I cry with her? Right. But I was just like the fact that she did something so brave in front of not just them, but national television. I said, Oh, this woman is about to be Chris Harrison. It's, <laughs> there's there. There is no way in hell. She doesn't walk away from this with a bigger position than what she started with being the bachelorette. But I really was looking at those men thinking, these men have no idea what to do. They are looking. I thought one of them was about to clap. Like, is this where we clap? Is this where we go? Good job. Like it was, you could just feel how even, uh, what was it? Nick? Mm -hmm. Nick was like, okay, this is, this is, they didn't tell me this was going to happen when they asked me to come. I wore this plaid shirt because it it made me feel authoritative, but I don't have any authority in this in this arena. Mm-hmm. But I was I was so shocked that she came out the ballpark with something so hefty. Uh, now, I, congrat- I commend her because it is a very scary thing to do. But I was shocked that she would do it on The Bachelorette. 
Well, and I did feel it had that feeling of telling like men in prison of giving like a victim impact statement to like guys in prison, like that are all like, you know, rapists, like, okay, guys, this is how (laughs) you made your victim feel. I just felt like the guys were all racking their brain. Like, oh, have I ever done? Like, have I always asked for consent? Like, I'm not sure. Like, I mean, it was good. My only thought in a not making fun of it way, but in a like other thought way was as a parent, I was like, oh, I'd hate to find out about that. Like on TV. Oh, oh. I'm sure her like, mother mm. is still crying at this moment right now, feeling like a piece of shit that her daughter felt more comfortable to tell strangers than her about it. And they've probably are about to have all the conversations in the world about like, what could I have done better to make you feel comfortable to tell me? A- a- oh yeah. Absolutely. I know. Just especially having, I mean, I have a lot of daughters, so I was just like, oh, I would hope oh, yeah. that I wouldn't not know this about like my kid. Yeah, no. But yes, it, I commend it, her for for telling this story and keep being real. And I thought it gave us some context about the whole sex positive thing, which we never we both agree we didn't know where she was coming from with this. I still don't see how she's sex positive. I still don't see how <laughs> that is a thing. I don't see it. Like I still do not see it. And this even solidifies it even more. I'm like, she, she does not seem like this title of sex. Maybe I need up because this, she seems like the average woman when it comes to sex. Okay. I think, I think what it is. I think, I mean, I'm not like talking down to you. I I, I know you know what it's supposed to be, but Mm -hmm. I think what she's saying is that she was so traumatized that she was really turned off sex and couldn't talk about it and couldn't even act like it was a normal part of humans. So now she's that she's had therapy and she's dealt with it and worked it out. She's like celebrating the fact that she can once again, treat it like it's normal. But obviously she's not treating it like it's normal because now she's going like being extra. Well, that's what I'm what I'm saying is, is that I don't really see the extra. I don't like for me, when someone says sex positive, it seems like someone who is like really up for the conversation of sex, really up for like. You know, obviously, I don't think she put shame around sex or shame around how people view sex. But like when I think of sex positive, I feel like you should not seem like the normal person when it comes to sex. You know what I'm saying? As far as in your attitude. And she seems quite normal to me when it comes to sex. Now, I'm not saying that she didn't go on a journey. Obviously, if this was a part of her past, it took her a journey just to get to where normal people are. When, right. it, when dealing with sex, but sex positive seems to be given that title. In my opinion, right. there should be something about it. Like, oh yeah, talking about your your vulva and talking about things in conversation that maybe the average person doesn't. But she right. just seems like the normal woman when it comes right. to, to. She's sex. not like I, I don't know maybe. making all the guys like grab a mirror and like look at their balls like. <laughs> Guys, I want everybody to like put this mirror right up to your asshole and really take a look. Like, there's no shame, guys. Okay. 
<laughs> that feels like sex positive to me. Like, it's all right. You got some itching down there. You know what? That's okay. Cause sometimes the pH is off and it gets a little, it gets a little aggressive down there. There's no shame in that. There's no shame in that. Connor. Is that why you have on your shirt? Your balls need extra air. Is that why it's unbuttoned down to your uh, taint? To the perineum, because David (laughs) balls come in all shapes and sizes and colors. And just if one of them is smaller than the other, that is fine. That is very normal. That's that's very pull them out. Let's see. We're in a circle now. This is the perfect time. We're just going to do a circle jerk. Grab your person beside you. Let's get it going. Come on. Sex positive. That's to me. Sex positive. All right. All right. Well, so let's see. So we're okay. So we can. So there's a part that I think we can skip where Michael, um, the widower, sits with the other guys and tells them the story about losing his wife but he's going to tell it later in the show so i think we skipped that part well we can skip it but i will say i said okay michael he's letting us know i'm going a long way baby Mm -hmm. as soon as i heard him tell that story i said okay michael tell him that you're in the final four that's what he said (laughs) to those men long story short right i'm gonna be here for hometowns right so it's good to know you all right. <laughs> right. Right. He's like, oh, uh, Katie's over there, like telling a story about like um, a sexual assault. Hold my beer. <laughs> right. Right. Hold oh, my oh, beer. Yeah. Exactly. He was like, oh, trauma. Trauma. Is that what we need? We need trauma and we need growth. Yeah. Give me a second. Give me a second. I got something for that ass. That, that is what Michael is bringing. Yes. And he's going to bring it really hard and I'm going to cry, but uh, not a lot. I was not sobbing. I I had a few, I had tears because you know why? Because he was crying. Oh, that does nothing for me. I'll be like, oh, okay. All right. Cry about it. But I was like, as soon as I heard it though, I said, okay, Michael, listen, (laughs) don't let your wife die in vain. You feel me? You, you were like, Hey baby. Hey, Hey, Laura. Listen, I, I wish I wish you were still here with me, but let me tell you, your name will live on in Bachelor history because mm. I'm about to take it all the way home. You feel me? So I didn't cry, but I was just like, if 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 ever there's a time to use uh, trauma to your benefit or to use the death of someone, the Bachelor is going to make sure that you benefit from it in some way. So I, I really hope that one, um, he goes a long way because he put a lot out there on the table. Yeah. And, but uh, no matter yeah. what he's, if, if it's, if he wants to, he'll be the bachelor. So oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. They'll be like, can you spend a little more time away from your son? Because <laughs> we got, we got 10 weeks that we want to put you with some just shameless women <laughs> that we would love for you to, to dwindle down to one that's meh. <laughs> exactly. So, okay. So she sits with, this is where I thought the show, well, I can't say it took a turn, but when she's later, when she's sitting with all the guys after they did their like admission, she sits with Justin and every, the whole thing was just, 
vulnerable, opening up, safe space, journey, liberating, journey, journey together, fairy tale, you show up every day, connection. I was like, oh my God, stop. All the bachelor speech, all of it, all Catman, of it. Kathmandu, it's like, oh, my pain, not, you know, oh, for also Katie, when she said, when she talks to um, Catman after yeah. his whole thing about his like drinking, there, he she doesn't even really ask him anything about it. She just wants to talk about her admission, which I just oh, thought was interesting. You're like, call him out. He's a drunk. Well, listen, she's so distracted by the fact that, again, he's got his whole bare chest out. And it's so crazy because it's not as if he's the most ripped guy here. No. At least I don't remember his body like that. And so she was probably just like, you know what? <laughs> Let me just talk about myself because if not, the only questions I'm going to be able to ask you is: Are is your chest cold? Are you, are you okay? Do I need to put some Vicks Vaporub on here? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I mean, I'm sick. That's why I'm wearing this sweater. But like, maybe you, maybe you're sick too, and maybe we can both like be sick together and like put Vicks Vaporub on ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Oh uh, my So gosh. yeah, so the Connor thing, and then she's like. Oh, and then Catman, uh, what I get such a creep vibe from Catman mm. is making out is like he thinks he's in some kind of like a Spanish soap opera. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, me amor. And then he's like grabbing <laughs> her head and like, you know, like moving her hair around. And I'm like, oh, my stop. Yes, it was just in his uh, I feel like the kiss came on abruptly. Like, I don't know if you know how in a live studio audience, they will hold up signs that say clap. Yeah. Hold up signs that say laugh. It's like there was a producer behind Katie that held up a sign that said kiss. And he was like, oh, oh God, <laughs> yeah. it's time for me to do it. I was like, oh, and you know what I thought was strange? Because this would have been it for me after hearing if I were one of those men, granted, I'm not a man. But that doesn't mean that the, that, you know, anyways, um, after hearing Katie's story about her being um, raped, essentially, mm -hmm. I would be like overly making sure that everything I did was consensual. And I'd be like, hey, can we kiss? Do you mind if I kiss you? And the way he jumped out of those starter, starter blocks to kiss her, I was like, I hope she wanted that kiss. Like, I me honestly too. Me I was too. just like, I, for me, I would have been extra sensitive to it. Not trying to treat her like a porcelain doll because she said that she has, you know, come through the trauma and she's now, you know, grown from that. But I still just knowing that about someone's history, I would just want to do my due, due diligence to make that person never associate me with that experience. Yes. So and I'd that's be like, her hey. point. I, right. I, she said you need to get, make sure that the person is consenting. Yes. I did. I yes. felt like he was not listening for, I felt <laughs> the same way. I, I was actually almost surprised that she didn't call him out. I thought it was weird. Cool. Yeah, I did too. I mean, but that's one of the things about The Bachelor that I just really um, don't. That's one of the things about this show I don't enjoy is like the random kissing moments, because mm -hmm. I'm just like, especially 
especially for the women involved, um, whether it's the season of The Bachelor and all the contestants are women or vice versa, because a lot of the times, at least what I've seen thus far, a lot of the times the women aren't the aggressor on the like who initiates the kiss. Yes. And I'm like, I'm like, because you're on the show, it feels like it. you would look you would feel like I know I would potentially feel like I'm going to look stupid if I'm like, please, I don't want to kiss you because, you know, that's a part of the show. You yes. know yeah. that you about to be sticking your tongue down someone's throat or vice versa. This is a part of what this franchise is set up. So which like, is pretty gross. If you think about it, it's like, well, you know what to is. expect. You came on The Bachelor. So expect to be mm-hmm. making out. Expect to be always having someone's tongue in your mouth. So, yeah, I just would have, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't understand why in in his in his mind, he didn't think, well, you know what? We just had this whole session, this whole prison uh, session. Let me let me just ask, like, is this a good moment? Like, are you feeling what I'm feeling? But instead he was like, kiss now. Yeah. It's so weird. And I just don't like him anymore. So then she sits with (laughs) Thomas, who's even worse. He's so gross and slick. And like, he's like, she's like, listen, um, so you mentioned that there's some red flags. So now that we're not with anybody, like, could you tell me what they are? And he's like, totally. Totally. I can okay. absolutely let you know. So basically when I came here, like I didn't know who you are and I'm going to do everything I can to show you every day, how much you mean to me. Like I'm going to appreciate you because you're so amazing. Is that what you mean? Is that what you're talking about? Is that, She's like, is no that, red flags, it? not wedding vows. Right, like, I think right. you're dodging the question. He goes, okay. Okay. No, seriously. <laughs> Pretend this is a Reddit. Ask me anything. Okay. Okay. You see, I'm smiling. Like, seriously. No, ask me whatever you want. I'm an open book. And she's like, okay. Well, so you said you have red flags. So what are they? And he's like, okay. Okay. So like every second, like this just gets realer and realer. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want you to doubt it. Like the things that I feel and the things that you feel are like real. They're even realer than you think. They're so real. They're realer. But like my intention on this is like getting married. So like, where do you want to buy a house? And right. (laughs) Go ahead. No, that's it. And she's like, oh, and she's like, okay, cool. And then they kiss. Yeah, it's it's what's crazy is he can feel that she is not feeling what he's saying. So he keeps upping the ante. He's just like, yeah, you know, my feelings for you are real. I want to be here. She's not buying it. And like I can see us going far. She's not buying it. I we are going to be married. She's not buying it. I'm going to put children. We're going to have 50 kids, Katie. I'm putting a baby <laughs> like in your he, womb as we speak. There is a baby getting, going in there. Speak. He, it was like he kept going, okay, 
I I need to okay, I need to keep upping the ante because I need her to feel like I am here for all the right reasons when she's just like, nah, nah, player, I can tell already. You don't you not the one. You already told me you're here to get your Instagram followers. You want that five thousand. So we'll see. That's what she said. To be determined. To be determined. Yeah. So he's like, oh, hell no, I'm not going out that way. So then Erin, the tattletale, goes to sit with her. Probably she's probably already turned on. She's like, oh, my God, what's he going to tell me? What's he going to (laughs) tattle? Oh, you're such a tattletale. I love it. Oh, you love this. I love it. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, tell me something good. Tell me anything. Tell me something about any contestant. I don't care who they are. And he's right. like, I just ah. want to hear it. He's like, oh, but I, I want to tell you about my dad's stroke again. And then like, you know, something about like my own mortality, mm-hmm. like drove me to ghost my ex, but mean, <laughs> but she can't like hear it because Thomas is like lingering in the lurking. background. Oh, lurking. Cause he's like, she didn't, I told her that I was going to put kids in her. I told her I was going to buy a house uh, together. It didn't work. And by, by golly, <laughs> this shit's going to work. I'm too pretty. And I think I've only gotten to seven, 7,500 so far <laughs> on Instagram. I need the 10,000. I need it. Do you guys understand how important it is to be able to swipe up? <laughs> <laughs> the brands pay more. Like I can get at least $75 per Instagram story. I need ah! those affiliate links. Please understand what I'm trying to do here. What I'm trying to accomplish here. Oh my gosh. So, uh, Aaron is like, uh, this is so, you're so distracting. And, uh, Thomas is like, I got something really, really important to tell her. It's, I, it's super duper duper important. He's like, listen, I may very possibly have just put a baby in her. So we need to check the pregnancy test. So sorry, but I brought a pregnancy test. I just ran out to like Rite Aid. And I have it with me. Right. So just give us right just give us three minutes. That's all it's going to take. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh! So Thomas sits down and he's like, "Listen, fear and love are similar things, and they're rooted in the same concept. And that concept <laughs> is going to become very crystal clear if you just swipe up on my Instagram, okay? But in order for you to be able to swipe up on my Instagram." I'm going to need a few more followers. So can you work with me? Can you work with me? (laughs) I didn't want to leave here without the 10,000 followers. So here's how I'm going to get them. I'm about to tell you something. You need to listen. You are really special. And there's an energy that is such a strong pull in you. And I need you to know that. And if that's what it takes to build my fucking platform to 10,000 followers or helps me create content or whatever it is. That's what I'm here for. Okay. Yes. Do you understand? He's like, ah, you still not. Okay. Katie, you know, he's like, okay, Kara. I mean, Katie is, we just met. So I'm sorry. I'm trying to get it to stick because like I said, I didn't even know you were going to be the bachelorette. Um, but, uh, Caitlin, I am falling in love with you. Okay. Falling, falling in love with your meh. 
And he's like, now I'm going to stick my tongue down your throat because that feels about right. Yes. <laughs> yes. So then, so then I guess that's the end of that. Or does she give the rose out at that point? Because um, well, she gives the rose out to Katmandu. Of course. Of course. She said I, I she gave it so he could tape it to his chest to cover up. Uh, <laughs> she's like, just put some of that away. God dang. Oh, my gosh. And so, uh, yeah, that's all that happens. And then and then that's when um, what's his face? Aaron starts to complain about Thomas taking up his time. Right. He. He's like, oh, so you just you just gonna go in there and take up extra time like people do on every season of The Bachelor? You just gonna do what people expect? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I had to tell her how I felt. He was like, that's all the fuck you did was tell her how you felt? Like, I thought it was something important. Like, I thought it was about you getting her pregnant yeah. the last time you were in there. He's like, no, 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 no. It was just about, just about me telling her I... I I fell in love with her. They were like, what the fuck? He was like, first of all, you think your Aaron is like, you think your feelings are more important than mine? He was like, oh, absolutely. My feelings for these 10,000 subscribers and followers I'm going to get is way more important than any imaginary feelings you have for for Katie. Do you understand the connection I have to my fans? Do you even understand what what brand building is all about? Do you understand? Or do I need to bring Carl back here to explain it to you? wait a minute how could you be saying that you uh, fall in love with her you're making a mockery out of this he was like wait a minute I didn't say I loved her that's not what I said I said girl I fear that you're not gonna let me get these 10,000 subscribers that I love that's what I said and they were like no 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 you you said you would fall in love with her it's all the same I fear that I won't get what I want and what I love which is swiping up like that's what I said and I know that she got it. Like, I love swiping up and I fear she won't let me have it. Yes. And w- listen, Katie and I have a connection that you people will never understand. And she knows what I mean. So I don't have to explain it to you guys. Okay. Katie knows what I mean. <laughs> He's, if Katie knows what I mean. And let me tell you, let me tell you, you guys, I will, I will fucking kill all of you to get a blue check. So I'll take up all of your time to get verified. If being verified is on the table, you all will never fucking talk to Katie again. I'll take all of your one-on-one time. I don't care about you all's feelings. Oh my God. So, okay. So now everyone's mad at Thomas. Aaron's like, he's a cancer that needs to be cut out. Yes. And now, but now, but now it's time. So that's brewing. That's a big, that's brewing in the background, but now it's time for Katie to have her date with Michael, Michael a, yeah, who we're going to keep calling Michael a until the virgins kicked off. Cause that's Michael, Michael B or whatever. Michael B or Michael P or Michael Michael Virgin. So they drive around and I was like, I was scared for Michael because Michael's probably like, listen, my son only has one parent left. Sorry, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) But like, you're going to need to be careful. 
I don't have any trip insurance because that stuff is a scam. (laughs) So like, look. Listen, I've got to make it out for him. Okay. Okay. And she's like, oh, I'm so glad. Listen, let me tell you, I I killed the other car, flipped it over, (laughs) smashed it. All the men had to come. All of them had to come flip the thing back over. Like I am terrible. Yeah. We needed some backups here. We needed like, you're an alternate. There's an alternate for you. Like just in case something goes wrong with this whole dune buggy date. He's like, okay. Right. right. Oh my gosh. So like, he's like, you know, there's uh, something like strangely comforting and familiar uh, with you. Like, I feel like this can really be something. So basically he's like, something about you reminds me of my dead wife. That's what, Mm -hmm. that's, that's what I thought. I was like, Oh, I bet if they show a picture of Laura, it's like Katie's long lost twin sister. Mm-hmm. And he just won't say anything about it, about it. Like they look just alike. And then he said the words that like Katie was like, oh my God, you motherfucker are going to make this a great season. He was like, I don't feel like this ends with an engagement. I feel like it begins with an engagement. Oh yeah. She was like, oh now I'm going to steal that when I am the host of the show. <laughs> Let me here. Let me give you a kiss, goddammit, because that is about to be my my. Uh, every time I open a season, I'm going to remind whoever the lead is. This doesn't end with an engagement. It begins with an yes, engagement. Yes, and when he's the bachelor, when he's the bachelor, like you know, next season of The Bachelor, she's going to try to use that line because she'll be the Chris Harrison by then, and he's yeah. going to be like, okay, you know, I came up with that though, right? Right, she's gonna right. go like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's gonna go, I literally <laughs> said that line on our date, Katie, and she's gonna be like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I don't know what do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? That I don't remember saying that at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So that what happens after that? So all the guys are. This just. Yeah, back to the group of guys. They were all they're talking about now is how much they hate they hate Thomas. They're all in a powwow. They're figuring out how to get rid of Thomas. And right. by the way, Thomas is now giving me. Do you remember Sarah from Matt James's season? The the girl who he took up in the plane, who became like the drama. Like she went and cried yeah. in her room. Yeah, cry, she was I like, cry, baby. Yeah. Now Thomas is kind of giving me Sarah vibes. Like he's like set apart and he's like, I don't care. Cause I'm here for different reasons than everybody else. And I really care about her and I don't really care all these people. And he has such a dumb look on his face the whole time. Like, <laughs> I don't even really know what's going on. Like everybody's just know. so mad at me. <laughs> okay. But back to the, back to the widower, uh-huh. this, the tale of the widower and the red blazer. Katie's dressed uh-huh. like a flight attendant and we all know that Michael's about to like drop the bomb. So Michael tells the story, which I don't think we really need to retell, but basically he tells right. the story of his wife and it is, it's a good story. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's no, not a no, good no, story, does. but he does, he's very smart. By the way, he's very like, um, um, articulate is not the word I'm, word I'm, he's, his, he's the, the way he speaks, he's very eloquent in his language. Like he's, he tells the story, like he's a storyteller. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, 100%. Uses a lot of big words. Like, I was like, this guy is really smart and I'm very likable. Right, right, right. He is, he is. And I have to say, the way he told it and then the way he says, like, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm lucky to be able to possibly like fall in love twice. And I know that our love can be unique and all this stuff. I was like, ah, he's good. He's like, they, they, they ain't had one this good since I've been watching this show. Yeah. He's the best to ever do it. And I was like, but didn't you feel like he was a little too smart for the show? Like he was too well-spoken like he's just not a like a dumb guy. Right. I don't know. I kind of was wondering is he wondering like what am I doing here? Like he's absolutely not a dumb guy. He's super smart, super like super like obviously the person you want to root for. But maybe, you know, being a single dad, he's like I it's just too expensive and he's like <laughs> I know what I can do is I can be the next bachelor and I can have a set for a while because they'll have me do 50 million podcasts hosting. I'll be a correspondent for some show and my son will be set for life and Laura will look down on me and say, you are the best dad that I could have ever left my son with. So maybe it's that, but yeah, he's, he's definitely the best to ever do it. I I can't deny it. I, I am rooting I don't root for anybody on this show. Let's just be clear because I think the show's stupid, but I am rooting for him in life. Yes, me too. Me too. I was yeah. like, okay, I, he's a little bit older. He's just, he's way too normal for this show, but uh, wow, what a story. And the way he told it, you know, brought tears to my eyes and I feel terrible for him. The only only issue I have is that I don't know if his wife is going to be looking down going like, oh my God, you're an amazing dad. What if she's like, really, this is my legacy is like having my story told on The Bachelor. <laughs> like, God dang it. You couldn't have done better, huh? There's no way you couldn't have done any better than this. You okay. couldn't have just like brought it to Oprah. Like <laughs> there's gotta be a way that this could have just been had a little more class, but okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that uh, happens. He gets a rose. I don't also do you think there was physical chemistry between the two of them? Yeah. No, uh I I think he thinks she's attractive. I don't know if she but you know what? A part of me thinks she does like like we, like really meh looking guys because he's mm-hmm. definitely not like I don't look at him and like, "Oh my god, look at this sexy man." He looks like the the most average person you could ever see. So potentially maybe she might find him attractive, but I don't think women necessarily have to find dudes attractive physically in right. order for them to make it work. So I think that's maybe where it's really at. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So now, now we're going to a group date, but I looked at the clock and I was like, there's only eight minutes left in the show. So we're not seeing a whole yeah. group date. So I knew there was going to no. be some sort of like to be continued. Right. So Aaron is sitting with a guy on the couch and now Aaron, so Aaron's the tattletale who told on Cody just to refresh everyone's memory. And Uh now he's sitting with a a guy and he's like, you know what? I thought Cody was bad. Like I didn't like that guy from the jump, but Thomas is a manipulative. So psychopath. Right. And the guys just sit around and they talk about, God, I hate Thomas. 
Oh, I hate Thomas so much. No, I hate Thomas. No, I hate him more. No, he's the he's worst. A, he's a pathological liar. I was like, wow, they figured that out in three days. They're like, yeah, we know him. And, uh, and uh, Hunter was like, you know, I'm a nice person, but sometimes I can be the opposite. <laughs> like white is the opposite of black and, and full is the opposite of unfull. So that's how I'm feeling right now. Unfull. Yeah. It was- and, and realer is the opposite of real. Okay. So <laughs> also, did you notice, I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden a few of these guys were wearing these macrame rope necklaces with beads on them with like a, with like a bead. Oh, I was uh-huh, like, uh-huh. maybe there was a group date or they just got really bored and they sent the art department to like Arizona Michaels to get them some art supplies because at least three of them were wearing like a little, like a macrame necklace. They're making friendship like necklaces. Survivor. That's what I think they're doing. <laughs> yeah. They're like, listen, even after this is over, I want us to be friends Okay, like I'm I'm feeling some type of way because Katie didn't put the heart at the end of the first group date. So I feel as though she's not in it for real, but we can be in it for real. Right. We can be friends. Yeah. One hundred. So, okay, so Hunter is like, listen, Thomas, you seem fraudulent. This is like a campaign. Like, it seems like you're running for governor and it seems like you want to be the bachelor. Like, have you thought about that? And he's like. So it wasn't my intention to make you feel that way. And Hunter's mm-hmm. like, okay, all right, great. But real talk, have you even one time thought about becoming the bachelor? And Thomas is like, Hey bro, like, I don't have all the right answers for you or all of you guys or like, one of my issues is just like, I put a lot of pressure on myself to come up with like the right <laughs> answers to like questions. Like, did you think about being the bachelor? And like, it's, that's really hard for me. And I'm trying to practice like radical self-care right now and not put that pressure on myself. Right. Right. They're like, what? What? The, the answer the fucking question. We didn't ask about expectations. Are you trying to be the bachelor? Were you? He was like, I mean, look at me. <laughs> I'm beautiful. Yeah. If I were the bachelor. I would most certainly have over 10,000. I would be verified. I'd be able to monetize on Instagram. Like, I don't think you all understand what type of doors socially. Okay. Socially. I could possibly even blow up on TikTok. (laughs) Like that's, you can't just do that anywhere. TikTok. I could get a whole YouTube channel and it could be, it could be like, after I'm done, it could be like, you know, batch bachelor Thomas. That is yeah. what the TV, that's what it could be called. Yeah. So absolutely, I thought about it. Am I thinking about it now? Yes. I, I am <laughs> definitely thinking it, but I'm not going to say that to Katie because love and fear, you know, the, whatever the fuck I told her earlier, she, she right. remembers. So they're all <laughs> mad and then that's it. Yeah. And that's how it that's ends. That's it. All right, you guys, that was our episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please go on over to our Patreon and sign up just at the $5 level. And you can hear us talk all about Rachel Lindsay's article for the New York for New York uh, magazine. Yes. New Yorker. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks, Angel.
Thanks, Thank everybody. You. Okay. Bye. Bye. I started vaping when someone me ofreció un puff. It was convenient because I could throw it away, lo podía tirar, so my mom wouldn't catch me, but she did. Started telling me about how people are going into the hospitals. Yo ya sabía what was going on, but I was like, well, I have it under control. When I was starting to quit, friends asked, do you want it? I'll always be like, um, it's okay. I get a little hesitant still, but I say no. No quit story is the same. For free support, text I can quit to 66819 today.